0: Hi, everyone. Hello. So for today, we're starting a new section in our DT, part four. The section's entitled, Follow the Life of Obedience. We're going to be starting off with the calling of the disciples, which is a pretty familiar passage for most of us. And I normally don't do this, but I thought about how to make this particular passage and Jesus' calling of the disciples more memorable. So please don't get defensive, but I thought about how Jesus' call could be remembered through the mnemonic, call, which is Jesus' call is complete. Jesus' call is for all Jesus' call is life-changing, and Jesus' call is lifelong call. So first, Jesus' call is complete. So his call, his invitation, it requires certain things of us. When Jesus calls us to follow, one aspect of following Jesus means that we're called to leave certain things behind. In the text, we see Peter and Andrew leave their nets, and they follow Jesus, and James and John even leave their father Zebedee in the boat, and they follow Jesus. What's clear is that when we follow Jesus, when he invites us to follow, we follow completely.
1: So I thought about how the things that disciples had to leave behind were good things. First, James and John left behind their father. Of course, this doesn't mean we disregard our parents and fail to take care of them, but the implication is that our call to follow Jesus needs to be above our allegiance to family. Next, the the disciples also left their boat and nets, which represented their livelihood. This doesn't mean that all of us are supposed to quit our jobs and go into full-time ministry, but I think it's clear that Jesus' call to discipleship is above our careers, that our career is not our main identity, and that we invest our best in and we need to be ready to leave it behind if jesus calls us to in the future also they left their wealth and possessions james and john had a boat and hired servants and this suggests that their family business was pretty successful but when jesus called them they were willing to leave behind all of that to follow so what are the things that we're challenged to leave behind to follow jesus I think we agree with all of these things uh, but emotionally it is the good things in life that are the hardest to leave behind uh, or to leave especially our children who we love so much Um, So leaving behind good things, um, it can mean things like not spending all of your time with your cute child, investing in their education, buying them the best clothes and toys like the rest of the world does. It might mean that instead of putting them in all kinds of music and sports lessons and Kumon to get them into Harvard, that you're going to prioritize the needs of the church, give your free time and money to love and minister to college students who might not really appreciate you. Um, It means choosing to forego a beautiful house and furniture, nice car, and instead living simply so that you're available to go on a church
0: plan. So next, Jesus' call is for all. I know we've all heard this before, but it was said that Jesus' invitation to follow is for every single disciple, not just for pastors and paid clergy, not just for the few super gifted people. The people that Jesus called were fishermen, ordinary people. He called them and he invited them to something. So what does that mean that Jesus' call is for all people? That means that Jesus didn't make a mistake in calling you. He didn't call you because you had a particularly special talent and he had something special that He needed from you. Maybe you do have something special to offer God, talent or otherwise, but that's not the reason why He calls you. It's pretty encouraging to think that Jesus called me and He calls all of us because He loves us, not because we need to prove anything to Him to justify that calling at all. I also think about the implications this has for us in terms of ministry. He calls us to cast our nets wide, to become, uh, to make all people. Uh, so that we become fishers of men for all people, men and women. So next, Jesus' call is life-changing. Life-changing both in the sense of it changes our personal lives as well as the lives of the people that we're called to reach out to. He invites all people, ordinary people, like I mentioned, to become fishers of men. And what is that invitation for? It is an invitation into ministry. This changes my life. Maybe before my top dream was to be the best lawyer, doctor, engineer, businessman, whatever that might be, and that was the fish that I was trying to catch. But now, maybe I'm still any one of those things, but my top priority is no longer my job. My chief aim and identity is to be a minister of the gospel. For some of us, that's full-time, but for most of us, that's, that, that takes place as a bivocational minister.
1: So I thought about how Jesus' call to be a fisher of men is to have an eternal impact on people's lives. Uh, For them to be a fisherman, just catching fish and selling it, uh, just pales in comparison to bringing people into the kingdom of God. I was thinking about how a good number of you are doctors, which is arguably the best of careers because... It's about healing people. However, though medicine heals the physical body for a time, it ultimately can't reverse the cycle of aging and death that every person faces. So really, there is no career or other pursuit in life that can change people's eternities.
0: So finally, Jesus' call is lifelong. I thought about how Jesus doesn't just invite us one time to come and follow him, but rather the invitation is actually lifelong. It's continual. Some of us grew up in church, some of us didn't, but all of us clearly received Jesus' invitation to come and follow him in college, and we responded in kind. But we need to keep on hearing Jesus' call to follow, and we need to keep on responding to him to follow him through the different seasons in life. It probably didn't feel like it at the time, it probably felt hard, but now we look back and we realize it was actually probably easier to say, I'll leave it all to follow you, Jesus, when we were in college, single, without much money to call our own. But now we're married, with kids, with good jobs and way more money in the bank than we ever had before, our circumstances have changed. But regardless of whether our circumstances have changed, our response to Jesus must not. Even as life circumstances change, his invitation is lifelong through every season and we're called to continue to follow Jesus, not to make our careers or our families become excuses, even if they are good and seemingly valid excuses, to lessen our devotion to God. For this year 2021, the verse that I chose is from John 21 and I was struck by how it's come back again today through today's DT. In verses 18 and 19 from John 21, it reads, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Jesus is still inviting Peter to follow him. Three years later, betrayal and reinstatement later, and the invitation now looks like what? A life of complete surrender. So when we say we're going to follow Jesus, where is Jesus ultimately going? It is to the cross. And we'll talk about that more during tomorrow's DT. Hope you guys have a great day.
1: Bye-bye.